On this episode of Humans with Hans, Josh shares just how special the outdoors are to him. Welcome back to Humans with Hans. I'm Hans, your host, and today I am joined with Josh Paulson. Honored to be here with him. He's my cousin, um, a little bit older in terms of cousin age. Um, you know, just sort of different stage in life, got a family, you know, all great things. Um, but you know, we, we've had good interactions and throughout family vacations and and family reunions and stuff like that. And, you know, I've been, I've actively followed your social media campaigns recently that you've done sort of in regards to the outdoors and yeah. So Josh, for the listeners that don't personally know you sort of where are you at? Tell us about yourself. Yeah, so I, I'm a little bit older. I'm in my 40s, um, and uh, I think you initially contacted me because I, I work in the outdoor industry for a company named Teton, mm-hmm. and uh, and I got some people's attention last year when I told them I was going to sleep out for an entire year <laughs> and just see what that experience was like. Um, and so I actually completed that um, on May 31st, um, and that was really impactful, but it was also, you know, there were a number of other things, you know, that were meaningful in that kind of post-COVID year for me. Yeah, um, but I do. I love um, I love the connection that uh, that I can experience in the outdoors. Um, yeah. I mean, I experience it all the time, but in the outdoors, it's just a little different. And so it's it's something I think you'd said. You know, an interesting twist on a relationship. I have a relationship with with nature. You know, yeah. in some ways, and, uh, uh, and yeah. And so that's a little bit about me. Other than that, um, uh, boy, what's what's interesting. I, um, <laughs> I grew. We grew up in the same time of like Mormon households, right, you know, for a long exactly. time. I went through a pretty significant faith transition about three years ago. Yeah, that was really really meaningful in my life, um, and in all honesty, a lot of kind of my experiences and my progression over the last three years have have resulted in kind of letting go of some old ideas about how I view the world. And, yeah, and my uh, uh, my place in it and. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a great journey, and included in that was you know me, me reconnecting with nature, yeah, um, in a really meaningful way, yeah. No, yeah, that's awesome. I, I appreciate that because you know it it gives some sort of context and a precursor to sort of this relationship. Obviously, this relationship with nature that's where we're sort of taking the podcast is probably started at a young age. What what did that sort of background? Did it? I mean, here in Utah, you're normally raised in the Boy Scouts. You go camping, stuff like that. But for you, did you really connect at that age? What what did your sort of beginning of your relationship with nature? You know, like? we're really fortunate, Hans, that we we grew up here along the Wasatch Front, which was just incredibly beautiful and, yeah. and not as populated as it is now. Um, you know, I did have I did have a father that really um, that really did spend a lot of time outdoors with us. You mm-hmm. know, took us backpacking and hiking, and and grew up in Scouts, and I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed both the scenery and the, you know, the fitness components of it. But, um, I would say kind of my reconnection with it the last few years was kind of came on. Actually, there's a little bit of a transition there because Mm -hmm. I, I was working in a different industry too, before I went to the outdoor industry. And, you know, sometimes when you're middle age, you're just like, I wonder if this is what I want to do for the next 20 (laughs) years. And and I had been, yeah, and I'd been around enough and I went to a good graduate school and I was doing well enough in my career. I felt like I could probably just go choose what I want to do. And so um, I thought, you know, it'd be really fun to work. What it was was that there, you know, this was like posts like um, 
election time with uh, right. with uh, everyone was kind of worked out. You know, the politics has become so polarized. Yeah. And uh, for me personally, I thought, like, I, I don't really care about stuff like that anymore, political issues. I really... Like, if there's one thing that, like, everybody can agree on, it's, like, that we enjoy being on this planet. I kind of yeah. thought, people people should be able to agree to that message. Yeah, for sure. You know, sure. that they want to, they want to, you know, they want to see nature preserved, and there's varying degrees of how people want to do that, but I thought that they really want to do that, and I thought, you know, what if I work in the outdoor space? If I could just encourage and get people outdoors more, they would start to see and appreciate... Uh, the outdoor world, like I do, in some way, yeah. or at least to a greater level. Yeah, and and, uh, and so I made it. You made a career change and did that, and that's that kind of rekindled my, I guess, kind of my love or enthusiasm for outdoor connection. Yeah, was being um, was being out was being outside, and and helping other people have those experiences too. Yeah, um, and you know whether that was taking a group on a hike or a rafting trip or something else and and so i think that's why i've done it is because i feel like it's really good for people yeah to to connect with nature i think it's part of who we are and you know we're sitting in a we're sitting in a, one of the tallest hotels right now you know in salt lake city <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's concrete jungle and we're like it's the farthest thing from the natural world right you know exactly and i've been in a conference center and i haven't even you know i haven't even been in the mountains today and honestly i feel that gap that void yeah of of being in just you know having an experience out there so yeah more of that i think is better for us no yeah so. and that's good you know i want to sort of highlight something you said there which is sort of this desire to change industries was because, you know, you had something you appreciated and you valued and you wanted other people to sort of recognize that same value, right? Sure. That, that same sort of change. What yeah. what was it? What what do you want people to sort of feel or experience when they're in nature? Because I feel like some people feel calm. Some people feel adrenaline, right? Depending on what you're doing. So for yeah. you, yeah. what is what do you enjoy, and then what did you want others to sort of feel in the outdoors? Yeah, um, and I don't, I don't. We in twenty or thirty minutes, we're going to be able to totally get into the right. philosophical or the personal. <laughs> but but here's here's that experience for me. In short, is um, I believe for for my for me personally, is I've spent time in nature, and I'm talking about a lot of time. Like right. you spend a year. You know, sleeping on the ground or in a tent here in northern Utah and around the country. I traveled around doing it. Yeah. You um, you start to see that you don't feel as different from the ants that are crawling on the <laughs> ground on you. Or, yeah. um, you know, the deer and the mountain goats that come and visit you. And I had one night where, you know, I had a mother goat and her baby, like, like snuggle up next to me at night on the wow. trip that I was on. Yeah. Um, and um, you just you start to feel less separate than you mm. are and rather being kind of placed into this world and operating in it as like a, as like a supreme human or something, you know, right. which I think we just do a lot of times. Yeah. You start to feel just, um, an equal to all of it yeah. and, and a sense of connection and a, and a lack of separateness. And, and I think that's a, I think that's a really good thing. I, I appreciate your podcast and reason, one of the reasons I came on and, and wanted to, and wanted to participate when you, when you'd called was uh -huh. you had talked about the value of the value of relationships and why people right. want to have relationships and, and how important that is. And, and for me in my experience, um, there's, 
we, we overcomplicate our lives. There's really only three things we need in this life. And you realize yeah. that the more you kind of try to strip away <laughs> the externalities, but food, shelter, and connection are the only thing that we yeah. need as human beings. Yeah. And everything else is just, just a bonus. Um, and, um, and that connection can be felt so clearly when, when spending time in nature that, yeah. um, that, you know, we really are, um, really interconnected web of, of living organisms, um, humans and animals and plants and, um, as hippy dippy as that sounds, <laughs> uh, I think if you have that experience, um, I think it will change the way you see the world and the way that you operate yeah. in it. Yeah. No, yeah, that for sure. Yeah. And it, I mean, it sounds like this created sort of a sense of humility, right? You were sort of humbled by your experiences outdoors by connecting with, like you said, the ant, like you saw that, that small organism and you were able to connect, you were on the same ground. And, and it, I think it puts sort of into perspective what we are as humans, you know, in a sense are just yeah, sure, a, sure. other organisms that are here on the planet and we're all interacting. Right? Yeah. I mean, lest, lest I be labeled as a, as a little, as a little eccentric or a little weird, <laughs> um, which, which I, which I probably are, am by some people's standards, you know, several years ago, I, um, you know, developed a practice of pretty regular meditation and, yeah. and, um, it was during experiences, meditation and contemplation that I really started feeling connections like this. Yeah. And, um, you know, you start asking the question, like, you know, how does a, how does a tree experience the world? Does it, does it feel, does it sense, does it yeah. have a, you know, in some limited way, a, a, a presence of consciousness? I mean, it, um, and, you know, in, in experiences with meditation, I had started um, actually having, having you know, connection experiences with other living things yeah. um, to, um, to sense what it's like to be a plant or a honeybee or, right. you know, a dog or another person. And, and um, I, you know, those experiences have been, have been really profound and cultivating and and they're the one of the reasons that I, you know, I've, I've, you know, changed my life in a lot of ways because right. of it. Because, um, I like I say, I don't feel like a, um, I don't feel like a, as much of an independent actor. Yeah. In this world as I Change was previously. Your perspective. Yeah. And I also don't feel as, and I also don't feel that sense of separate self as much. So, so I guess you could say that's humility, but humility kind of makes it sound like, like I need to like, um, you know. I need to lower my lower my level of right. who I am. Yeah. When in reality, I think it's just seeing that I am on the same level as everything else. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um, and um, and I guess you could say that's humbling, but what it is is actually just really really peace giving because yeah. it's the feeling of ultimate connection. Yeah. Um, that that's there constantly. That we just tend to, we tend to you know, and, and so you have this sense of connection. Coming to Salt Lake, I live in a smaller town, you know, in Providence where things seem to be a little friendlier but you walk you know you walk downtown on the streets and and people don't people don't look each other in the eye or they look away or they don't smile a lot of times so, maybe yeah. that's different you're byu or maybe that's all the time it's like Everyone's it's a happy valley <laughs> which is great you know and that's good but you're doing that because you were part of a tribe or a religious group where you right. feel like you have some connection sure do it with other strangers right exactly. okay yeah. you do it with other strangers and people look like you're a little weird right you know yeah but in reality we're both just 
we're 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 both expressions of the same being and we should be able to connect and then and then start to do it with other animals too yeah. realize that animals in nature are since since when did we start to feel that you know we're uh, you know dominant creatures over everything in this world where yeah. we're meant to just work in harmony with all of it yeah um, no so, for sure yeah. I, I i like that perspective that you sort of provide there now i i don't want to necessarily shift the conversation too much but i do know you sort of mentioned previously that you did sort of do this year of outdoor living right where every yeah. night you slept outdoor i i mean mm-hmm. for the listeners and, and then me personally i mean i followed the instagram account and i saw yeah, some yeah. updates along the way but maybe walk us through a little bit about some of your experiences with that, sort of where it started, some maybe high points, some low points, and, and we'll go from there. You know, you mentioned the prompting was maybe just to reconnect or, or what, what was yeah, it? Yeah, like? I mean, I, I mean, I think it was, I think it was multifaceted. So at our company, I had also, um, we were, we had talked about doing a campaign that was called Outdoors Every Day. That was uh-huh. the idea of like, what could we come up with? Like little challenges that people could do out day and get outside. And I was totally in favor of the campaign again, because like more outside time, the better for people. Right. Right. Exactly. Like that's going to be, a it's going to be beneficial. It's going to be a good thing for a lot of people. And, um, I had already spent a lot of time outside and I appreciate a good challenge. And so I thought, you hey, know, what would it be like if, if I had to level up my game? Um, what would that look like? Right. And I thought, because oh, you're already very because I'm an outdoorsy. So yeah. if I were to level up, what would that do? And, and I thought, man, I'm gonna sleep outside every day. And um, you know, I kind of had to work out how that was gonna work. You know, there's gonna be tons of you know backyard campouts, whatever. But I wanted <laughs> to travel around every month and see some places and have some experiences that I hadn't previously. So um, that's you know, all those things kind of came together to do that experience. Yeah. And. Yeah, I kicked off my first, um, you know, my first few nights. Actually, I think I kicked off in my, I think I kicked off in my yard. Um, and actually, yeah. the sweetest thing was the first night um, when I kicked this off. So I, I run the marketing and CX teams at Teton, and um, the first night I was camping out, I got a uh, my creative team had put together a video, and all the members <laughs> of the creative team and CX team had. I say CX team, I said like sex team. The CX team um, had had created a little video. They all slept out that night with me in their okay. individual places. Yeah. And they pieced it together. And and my good friend, Brandon Harrop, um, just a really, really Hopefully kind... Hopefully he's a listener. You no, know, he's a listener. Just a kind man <laughs> put this video together. And they're like, hey, I go by JP at the office. And they're like, hey, JP, just um, we're, we're here with you. We're looking forward to like, you know, this year-long thing. And it was so neat because once again there was that connection, right? That yeah. There was a community that were yeah. other people that were. Doing you were at it. different locations physically. Different locations instead of video, but, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, you were you felt connected. You were doing the same activity. Yeah. You were able to create that connection over this long distance. Yeah, and I I would say you know I would probably say three quarters of the nights, mm-hmm. um, maybe even more than that over that whole year, were spent quote unquote alone. Okay, right. by myself, and people think, oh, it's weird. And I'm married, by the way. So anybody that gets weird, like, yeah. what the world? How's your wife? Amy and I, you know, like, that's just our Maybe we'll dive into that later. <laughs> that's our relationship. It's fine. It wasn't any big deal. But, but like, through the whole experience from that first night, um, where I knew my team was doing that, to all the other experiences that I had with, with animals or trees or something, I never felt alone at yeah. all during the whole year and even now I travel a bit for work and whatever I don't feel alone ever I, yeah like I the way you see the world I, I feel connected to everything all the time yeah so um but that was my experience and yeah and I, I don't know the mechanics of it I spent there was actually it was um it wasn't perfect so of a perfect year I think uh-huh. there were 10 days I didn't spend I didn't spend okay. outdoors just just to to clear that and they weren't they weren't what you'd expect like I 
I stayed out on the coldest nights. Like I didn't, I didn't right. chicken it, out. It, it, these it, it, yeah. like, like there were some, it wasn't the storm nights. Yeah, there were some really miserable nights. There were some cool ones. But the ones that were hard was it was there were a few things that were tough that year. I was down in Mexico a couple times during the year where there were a couple places where it just like was it it was a safety issue that yeah. that it just wasn't gonna, it was, it just work. wasn't going to work out. Um, one hard period happened um, in February during the winter. Um, my dog, who was just a you know dear companion to me, uh-huh. passed away really unexpectedly. And, right. And honestly, I lost my dad last year too, and that was hard. It was harder to lose my dog than my dad, to tell oh, you the yeah. truth. And and um, and so that was really tough. There were a couple nights that just just kind of recovering from that experience was really tough. Yeah. Um, and then my dad, you know, right towards the end, um, uh, I think my last night, my dad was in, at the Huntsman Cancer Institute. You know, right. with with cancer, he'd gotten sick pretty quickly over the year and, uh, and I was headed off to Europe for work right and he uh, and I, it was my last night and, and I was here in Salt Lake before my flight left and and uh, I had the choice of like oh should I sleep outside again my last night um, or should I spend the night in the hospital with my dad and yeah and um, and that night I said no I'd rather spend I'd rather spend the last night that I have even though you know I could go like in the hospital with him yeah and it was the last it was the last time I saw him um, yeah. was was seeing him in the hospital and then and like I said Amy and I flew off to Europe for a couple of weeks and and uh, and there was that experience you know with him so yeah. um, just what really transformative year in a lot of ways yeah uh, it, some it cool sounds experiences. like it. yeah yeah I mean a lot happened but in a sense you know through some of these hardships it, you had sort of that baseline, that connection with the outdoors. I'm curious, mm-hmm. was there a highlight of your year? One one time where you're just like, wow, I'm here in the outdoors, or like, wow, I'm actually doing this. You know, um, what was a highlight? I mean, there were a lot of highlights, but we'll just bring up some fun ones. So, um, I mean, obviously, a lot of people like the video. I was up on Mount Tipanoga. Sleeping out with those mountain goats was like a really interesting <laughs> experience. Um, yeah. We have, I've got thoughts as to why, you know, they're, they're normally pretty friendly up there, but they were really friendly. <laughs> for <whatever laughs> reason friendly. That, they were like, yeah, I mean, I like slept with them. They like, you know, laid down next to me and those little So that was kind of a cool experience. Um, honestly, I had one night, I mean, I don't want to get too much, but uh, I guess I'll just say it. I'm kind of an open book, but um, <laughs> like uh, I was in a really amazing thunderstorm with, with uh, lightning and yeah. it was just beautiful. I put my headphones in and I happened to be, you know, high on some marijuana that night, which made the whole thing that much more interesting. Yeah. Um, but it was just this really beautiful, like syncopated experience of just like being in a thunderstorm and, you know, and, and being in the outdoors and feeling it in my body and everything else. Yeah. That was, that was a pretty cool experience. Um, so, so that was a highlight. And, and then that, oh, right off the bat, like I had organized a group of friends to go down to Yosemite. We ran, um, I really did try to plan like a good trip every month. Uh-huh. That was one of the things yeah. I wanted to do. So I went someplace every month. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, I went with some friends down to Yosemite and we ran all the, not all, but most of the peaks in Yosemite, the main Yosemite Valley. Mm-hmm. And we're down there together. And, um, and that was just a cool experience. And Yosemite is beautiful. So yeah. um, anything that kind of just, for me, it was really good because it, it, um, it created a catalyst for a lot of great experiences that I yeah. created that year. Yeah. Um, but it required, you know, it required a level of commitment and, and a resolve, I guess, the beginning year that this is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and it, honestly, it's 2020. So I guess it was, it was partly, it was 2021 to 2022. I think it was collectively everything that went on that year in my life. Right. 
um, from spiritual experiences I had to outdoor experiences to connections and relationships I made with other people to yeah. to you know losing losing loved ones and dear ones and and everything else it was it was the most impactful year of my life yeah. um, that I've ever had in 43 years and I've had some I've had some big years. Right. I mean, you, know? you, you've had, you have so, children, you know, you've been married and, and some of those key defining things, things that I, yeah, people would really say defining are, are defining yeah. life moments, but this last year has really yeah. done a lot for you, Yeah, which is good. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's super cool. Well, you know, I, I'm curious, it, relationships always build off of each other. They always affect each other, you know, mm-hmm. through this year long experience, as well as your sort of reconnection with the outdoors how has it either positively or even maybe negatively affected some of those other relationships in your life? Um, I, I don't think, I don't think I have any negative okay. consequences of it to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Amy and I, you know, it was really nice. Amy and I spent uh, our anniversary that year. We went to, um, Jackson, we went to Grand Teton National Park together for a few days. And, uh-huh. We had a couple other campouts together, and that was nice. Amy never goes camping, so to, so to be out on some camping trips with her was really fun. Um, uh, you know, I think it, I think it got my kids out once or twice. My kids don't my kids don't like to get out camping very much. So um, honestly, it just it blossomed all my relationships. Yeah. When I I would go hiking, like there's several times I went hiking alone. You know, backpacking up in the mountains, particularly in the summer mm-hmm. when it got like really hot in Salt Lake, and I was here. And that's one thing. Cold's one thing, but like the heat in the summer is really yeah. bad, and the air quality even can get worse. bad. Yeah. And so I would spend several nights where, you know, late in the evening, I'd be like, I'm just gonna go hike up at the top of this mountain so I can yeah. sleep. It's just <laughs> Yeah, you just need here. some sort. I of I need some coolness. altitude so it's gonna be cool. I would bump into people, and there were several people that I bumped into on the trail that I just got talking to that became friends, and I went on hikes with later. Like yeah, you know, like a month later, I was like, oh, they they'd tell me where they're going. I was like, oh, let's meet up, you know. So yeah, so you know, I climbed you know Mount Rainier with some friends that way. Some people I'd met in Rainier, and then you know those people become mountain climbing buddies later, and then. Um, you know, that trip up Timpanogos, actually, that just fortuitously came along. I was on a hike the week prior and he's like, oh, I'm going up Timpanogos. Like, I'll meet you guys up there, you know? So once again, I'm talking about like the willingness to live from a, from a complete openness, you Mm. know, to what kind of comes into your life and particularly people and animals and things has been, has been an enormous blessing. And so I just try to, um, I believe in trying to kind of live our lives that way. Yeah. Not Um, taking it for granted. No, yeah, and just and and being that open, you know, there's some people you, you try to have a conversation with and talk with, and and you can tell they're guarded. They're like, "What's you know, what's your story? Why are you talking to me? Right, what's, yeah. what's the deal? Or I don't want to connect. Or you know, it's it's one of those people on the airplane. You, you know, some people just do not want to, yeah. do not want to make eye contact because <laughs> they want to talk to you. And I respect that. Yeah, that's fine. But crack open the door just a little bit, and you have a neat experience. So I've been yeah. on an airplane three times this week. And, um, I seriously have made friends with three people on the airplane, you know, yeah. that I sat with each, each time. Yeah. Um, and so that's been, that's been really cool. Yeah. No, you it, know, it's so. fascinating to be able to see sort of so many relationships blossom from this one sort of foundational relationship. And I think many relationships in our lives, whether it's with a hobby or with a significant other can create those opportunities, right. To create compounding relationships that, sometimes go on further than maybe that even initial relationship that you may create. Yeah. And you know, when you brought up this topic, you might've used the word nature, you know, you're like my connection relationship with nature. And my first thought was like, um, 
you or I, def- let's, let's define what nature is, okay? And, yeah. and in, in some sense, you might say, okay, well, that's being out in a remote area, or maybe that's just being in a park or a tree or something else. The, the truth of the matter is it's all nature. It's yeah. all here. It's all creation. Yeah. It's all, it's, you know, people are, people are nature. And so when we talk about a connection with nature, no, it's, it's the ability to see that I am, um, that we, you know, as people or species or a thing are just, we're not a, we're not a separate self that we really are connected, yeah. um, in a very, uh, very meaningful and significant way to, to other things. Yeah. And so I, you know, it's like, that's why I appreciate you and I don't talk a lot. In fact, you, <laughs> we do. Yeah. Here's 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 the principle I try to live by. I, I tell my kids this. And my kids are teenagers, and so they're a little more, a little more, you know, insulated. And li- well, they're, they're a little more insulated. They're like, I don't know if I want to branch out that way. Right? When you're a teenager, yeah. that's the case. But I always try to live from the principle: never turn down an opportunity to connect. Yeah. Like I just try to make it happen. Yeah. Whether I'm tired or I have something going on, if someone says, "Oh, do you want to come to this concert? Or do you want to do a show? You want to talk about it?" I just I just try to live with yes. The answer is just yes. Yeah. I totally will. And everything um, and everything meaningful in my life, I think, has come about with the willingness to just um, to do it, to be open and connect yeah. when the opportunities arise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. Well, as our time sort of winds down here, yeah. I'm I'm curious the future, the potential, the growth. Right, every thing in our life has opportunity to grow and become bigger and better in a sense. For you, where do you see growth opportunities? in either your relationship with the outdoors or relationship with others where do you see growth in your life um you know that's an int- that's an interesting question um i i out of respect i actually fundamentally disagree with the idea okay okay that, that's that I, that's valid that as well. I, that i need to that i need to grow the experience I, I, but, yeah. but, and i bring it up this way like some people live like i need to change something about myself or i want to go to this next level or do this yeah i'm completely satisfied with just the experience that as it is yeah does that make sense i've got no targets right i have no i know have no ambitions for it like i'm not worried about like oh do i need to you know further enhanced relationship. I'm just trying to live with just, just presence and connection yeah. and whatever yeah. that is. And, and so what it looks like is just, um, con- continuing to take the time. I, I think I told you, I started, some of the things that started me on this path was a, was a deep practice of meditation. Right. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, probably can't get too much into that, but the process of meditation of, of um, realizing that the self is an illusion or starting to feel that sense of separate self disappear. Right. Um, and um, I find that if I do that um, regularly, it's a good reminder and I'm able to get in that state that I want to be in every day that I just feel connected um, yeah. to other people and other things. And I just operate that way. You know, yeah. it was not my default mode for forty years of my life. Right. But it's become my it's become my default way of operating, and um, and it's a it's a really great place to be. And there's no there's no compulsion to be better or do anything else. Of just I'm just yeah. absolutely content and happy with whatever the day presents to me. Yeah. Um. So I. I I, I don't, I mean, we can't no. get into it, but that's my answer. No, yeah, yeah. No, so there, and, there, are and no, I, there are no goals or targets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, no, I, li- I like that because it it, yeah. when I ask that question, it, it's what does the future hold in a sense? But you have these methods, you know, you talk about 
going outdoors and then you talk about meditation and that just helps you maintain a sense of openness. It helps you maintain That's right. That's a right. life and as you move forward in that life you it, it's maintained. And and so that's the future is That's maintained. And yeah. that's enough actually because right. yeah. when you do that it's just very peace-giving and joy-giving. And I think when I get back into my head in moments, you know, or I start feeling separateness or yeah. I start, you know, disconnecting or I or I just I get so worried about just what I'm going to do that um, that's when, that's what, honestly, that's when we feel unhappy and, and, and sad and, and a lack of direction. I think if yeah. we just, I think if we just operate from that, I, I don't, I forget how you said it, but just a, a, a an ability to maintain an openness yeah. is completely satisfactory to me. Yeah. I'm completely content no, with that. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. like that. Awesome. Well, well, given that we're out of time, I appreciate all the thoughts you've shared very insightful. Welcome. I've, it was a little scattered, but, I, in 30 but minutes, I've that's thoroughly what we can enjoyed cover. it. Yeah. Hopefully, the listeners have. Yeah. Now, do you have any final thoughts? If, if people want to reach out to you or, or learn more about you, or maybe a recommendation. I, I don't, if, if they do, I think they'll find you, and it'll happen if it happens. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe I'll bump into one of them down the street, and that yeah. will be enough, or on a hiking trail, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't have any. I don't, I don't have any ambitions for people to. Don't necessarily get in touch with me. What was yeah. your final question? Or if you have like a recommendation for the listeners, something the listeners can can do, or or an invitation, maybe to go outside. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean that's a great invitation. Touch um, the grass. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm, tumbling, I'm coming across it. I know your phone's ringing. Oh. Yeah, that's nice. My bad. Um, oh, that's okay. Your podcast. <laughs> you can edit yeah, it the out. listeners understand. Low quality. <laughs> you can edit it out. Um, it's totally hippy dippy. But if I give one piece of advice to to anybody about anything we often struggle with the questions of like these questions of life that are like where did i come from why am i here what do i want to be what happens after this life you know those are big questions or existential questions that so many people ask um and i really find most of those questions just pointless (laughs) so if there's one piece of advice um that's been helpful for me yeah has been to to thoroughly search this question, which is, who am I or what am I? Yeah. Um, ask that question and follow it to the absolute extremes fearlessly. And for me, nature helped answer that question in some ways. Yeah. Um, but um, my advice and advice I'd give to my kids, in fact, I'm writing something that Amy asked me to write for them, was just um, uh, fully explore that question. Who are you? Yeah. What are you? Yeah. I like that. It's the most important question that anybody can ask themselves. Yeah. I mean, you have to know yourself in order to even begin to consider knowing others. So, I like that. Yeah, and I and once you find yourself and what you are and who you really are, yeah. Suddenly um you understand who everybody else is and you have this ability to connect to. Yeah. 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 No, I like that. Awesome. Well, and and the listeners appreciate it as well. And for those listeners that are still here, always appreciate you. Make sure you, you share with your friends, you leave a review on the podcast, and we will catch you next week.